to the Bible Workshop with Pastor Lee and Danita Body. Each week, we will take you on a journey into the Bible, exploring truth and faith. So stop wondering and start exploring with us. Against all odds. Can you hold fast to what you believe, even when everything is going against you? I mean, it's easy to have faith when things are going our way, right? When you glide right on over any obstacles. But what happens when you are challenged? When the obstacle won't move, how do you then behave? That's our topic today, persistence in faith. And we look at that through the testimony of the faithful widow in Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. Greetings, listeners. I'm Danita Body, and I'm here with my husband, Pastor Lee Body. Greetings, greetings. And praise God for everyone who's listening. Uh, we thank you for for new listeners, those hanging in there with us. Um, just an awesome topic, uh, persistent prayer. Uh, and and again, you won't exercise persistent prayer unless you have faith. Uh, at the end of the day, these two go hand in hand in this parable today that we're going to uh, unpack today in Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. The Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. Are you going to read for us today? Yes, I'll read it for us. Uh, you want me to do all of them? Yes, take it okay. away. Luke chapter 18, uh, verses 1 through 8. I'm reading from the New American Standard Bible, the NASB. The Word of the Lord. Now he was telling them a parable to show that at all times... They ought to pray and not lose heart, saying, In a certain city there was a judge who did not fear God and did not respect man. There was a widow in that city, and she kept coming to him, saying, Give me legal protection from my opponent. For a while he was unwilling, but afterward he said to himself, Even though I do not fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow bothers me, I will give her legal protection. Otherwise, by continually coming, she will wear me out. And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge said. Now, will not God bring about justice for his elect who cry to him day and night? And will he delay long over them? I tell you that he will bring about justice for them quickly. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Um, before we start, I just want to say, I want to just slide this in really quickly. Uh, my wife and I are so privileged and blessed to be able to do this. We absolutely love putting together this podcast and sharing God's word with his people. Amen. I just wanted to say that. So, I, you, know, <laughs> you know, sometimes my voice goes real, really high. It's because I like to bring passion <laughs> to our study of scripture because I'm just so excited to be able to do so. And I absolutely love it, right? You agree? You I love absolutely it? love it. I hope it's helping. Yes. I really hope it's helping. Love it. I love it. Look forward to it. So <laughs> I hope you feel that and, and, and can uh, see that even through um, uh, as it come out as you're listening, as you're listening. Um, we like dancing around. We're excited. All right. So first of all, I want to ask you a question before mm -hmm. we jump into this. Before we get into the judge and the widow, what is a parable? A parable. Parable. It's a it's a simple story that essentially illustrates a moral or a spiritual truth. 
Yeah, so it's right? a little deeper than just a story, right? Yeah, no, it has yeah. a it has a message in it. There's That's a, right. there's a again a moral or a spiritual truth in it. Yeah, and they like they like they are like lying down next to each other. The story, but the divine truth is next to it. You know, so you got to go there. You got to go deeper than just a story, right? Exactly. And um, I like I like how Jesus uses them because he uses things like the simple story part of it, things that they can relate to, things right. that they see every day in their lives, and it will resonate with them. Amen. Perfect. Uh, and I like preaching parables as well because because Jesus preached parables, um, paraboli in the Greek. Um, everything my wife just said. So I just want to make sure because the heading on the top of your Bible, depending on what kind of Bible you have on top of chapter 18 as it begins, uh, might say parables on prayer. And you need to know what a parable is if, you, um, if you're reading them. So it's very important. I just I don't want to assume that everyone knows that. Right. So wh- what do we have going on today? What do we have going on today? Uh, I know you mentioned persist- persistent prayer yeah. plus faith. I think it starts here with Jesus um, giving some instruction to his disciples. So, you know, whenever you start a passage, you kind of want to know what came before it so you can get some context. So he's giving his disciples some instructions, right, on on a life of faith. Yeah. What it, what it's like to live and walk in Christ. This kingdom lesson. Exactly. Now, now it, it may have been other people, and Jesus did this often. It was mm-hmm. other people around, but sometimes he would take his disciples and bring them over to the side. Mm-hmm. And he would teach just them, uh, instruct just them on things of, of of the kingdom, the kingdom agenda, you know, everything he's doing and what, what they need to look forward to and what, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And this is one of them, right? Right. And he used a parable. <laughs> My wife explained what that was in doing so. Right. Right. So let's unpack this. He's teaching his disciples this kingdom lesson. Um, so prayer is in there, right? Right. So well, let's start. You want to start with the parable? Yeah, let's break it down. Okay. Okay, so who who do we have here? We have... Who's the, who's the players in this? The judge. Exactly, exactly. So there's a city, certain city. Yes. It doesn't say which one because it's a parable. Yep. It's not really important, right? A certain city, there's a, a judge. Mm-hmm. And the judge doesn't fear God and he doesn't respect man. Well, that's very important, right? First of all. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's so we don't kind of judge this is, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he kind of lays it right out there. <laughs> right. Like, there's no mystery around this one. You know, that's right. Whether you're saved or not, whether you might do the right thing. This is a God, a judge who does not fear God. No. So he's an unrighteous judge. <laughs> In every sense of the word. <laughs> he's an unrighteous judge. Yeah, no part of no, God and nothing. what God desires or is doing. Right? So, He's doing his own thing. Yeah, so if someone says that, or that's your title, mm-hmm. then you you get what you get. Right. You know what to expect. There's, right. there's no gray area here, right? Right. right? But then it went on and said, and did not respect man. Right. So this this giving even, it's getting even worse, <laughs> right? Yeah, and and I think what it also tells us, though, a little bit about if just culture. I think yeah, gotta kind of understand the culture a little bit for this to come out. So this, un, if he doesn't respect God, right, and he doesn't fear God, then he's not a he's not a Jewish judge, right? right? He's not he's not of God's people. So, you know, Jewish disputes were held among the Jewish elders, and it was handled totally differently. So this is a case where you've got this you know, woman of faith, but she has to go to this judge who's probably a Roman judge, you know, a judge appointed by Herod, and he doesn't have any necess- any moral code that he's necessarily living by, right? Amen. So she has to go to him and ask for something. Well, and let me share you this, share this with you. We're like, in context and scripture interpret scripture, right? If you go back to Deuteronomy chapter one, 
we have Moses who was given the law and given these um, principles to the Israelites. And of course he had uh, in his instructions, things about judges, right? Yeah. And so in chapter one, Deuteronomy verse 16 and 17, I'm going to read it because it's so important. Mm -hmm. It said, then I charge your judges at the time. Remember he's talking to the people saying, hear the cases between your fellow countrymen and judge righteously between a man and his fellow countrymen or the alien who is with him. Then it says in verse 17, you shall not show partiality in judgment. You shall not hear the small and the great alike. He said, you shall, you shall hear the small and the great alike. You shall not fear man for the judgment is God's. Well, my wife just started Amen. out saying he didn't fear God. That's so, good. That's good. So we're already out of line, right? And, he, and then it goes on to say, finish verse 17. And the case that is too hard for you, you shall bring to me and I'll hear it. And, yeah. and why? Because I'm going to go to God. I'm going to hear from God. Right. So this is all messed up to begin with. Yeah. This judge. Yeah. Um, according to scripture. He's doing his own thing. Yes. And, and they would know that too. In mm -hmm. the context of the hearers, they would know that. They were very, very familiar with what went on in Deuteronomy and 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 um, the Jewish uh, lifestyles and the principles and all of that. They That's knew right. all of that. That's right. So that was very important. Uh, and I want to point that out. That, that That's just not a little, little throwaway verse there. This is this is a bad situation, right? Yeah, yeah. Did not fear God. Did not respect man. And so he didn't care what man thought either. Right. So it's like, you, you're really doing your and, own thing. And, right? and that was uh, consistent with a lot of the Roman judges back yeah. then. They, you know, they didn't really have the, the God's code to go by. So, you know. They were they were not the most righteous of judges or the most just I'll say yeah. of judges they, you know and think about this how bad that is Let's think about it today how bad it is if you have a judge like that now our judges take an oath yeah right yes they're lawyers they do um, mm -hmm. they took an oath as a lawyer they take uh, an oath as a judge right so, so it's almost like I, I'm not gonna answer to anyone yeah this judge oh yo you're in a bad situation if you have a person who's not He's not going to answer anyone. Well, I think he was feeling himself. He put the well, robe on. Oh, yes. You know, and He's then like, once he put the robe on, he was... <laughs> I'm God. I'm to God. He was feeling himself. He said, you That's know, right. I'm going to do what I want to do up here. If I'm not listening to God, I'm definitely not listening to man. That's right. So I just want to bring out this terrible situation. And then so verse number three, we have... Well, you contrast it. So yeah. now here's a contrast. We have a widow. Yes, it says so there was a widow. a widow in that city. And she had to go to the judge and it said she kept coming to the judge. She had to keep going to the okay, judge. Okay, but before you go on that, though. Right. I'm just do the whole bit, okay, you know, yeah. verse, and then we'll, we'll explain who she is. Yep. Uh, saying, give me legal protection from my opponent. Okay, so she now. keeps going to the judge. But who is a widow? What tell do we me. know about widows? You tell me. They are the lowest in society. Mm -hmm. Right? They're the lowest. They're helpless. They're vulnerable. They've lost their husband. Um, uh, like, she has likely no children. So she has no family to help her. She's solo here. Yep, yep. And she's relying on this unrighteous judge to bring justice in her situation. That's right. Right? And and her situation should not have been like that, by the way, because she should have had some protection. Yeah. They were just being disobedient. And again, I'm going to go back to a couple of passages of scripture. I'll just read. I'll read one of them and I'll mention others. Okay. But in Exodus chapter 22, when we talk about the sundry laws and, and the laws of the land back then. Exodus 22, verse 22, just one verse. It says, um, when he was laying them all down, you shall not afflict any widow or orphan. Now, there are others. So like if I start at 18, you shall not allow a sorcerer to live. Whoever lies with the animal shall be put to death. 
He who sacrificed to any God other than the Lord alone shall be utterly destroyed. Then it goes on. It says, you shall not afflict any widow or orphan. So she mm-hmm. should have had protection. Exactly. But because my wife said is this, this ungodly time, she did not. Right. Right. And, and that, that was not, it wasn't supposed to be like that, which you explained. Right. But it was like that. So there's this huge chasm between the widow, one of the lowest of society, and this yes. Roman judge Great who's... Point. Full of himself, right? And he has a lot of power. Great point. So there's this great, you know, huge chasm between them. This is the thing I love about Jesus. Jesus came for the least and the lost as well. Like he came for everyone, but I should say he has a heart. He has a heart for the least and the lost, right? So he he had a heart, special place in his heart for widows and for orphans, you know, for children, for the poor, for women, like people that society sort of cast down. Those who can't take care of themselves. So... Uh, you know, I, this this parable is no, it's not just willy-nilly, like it is well thought out and there's great intention right. to it. Now, and we're not saying he only died on the cross for them. No, no he died no, on the cross no. for everyone. Special place in his heart, <laughs> right. meaning like he understands that's those right. who society right. casts down. That's right. And he dwelt with and them. And he wants to bring them up, no, that's right? right. That's yeah, right. That's, that's right. what I mean. And Came for dwelt, everyone, but. Yeah, he dwelt with them as well. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Um, yeah, so so now we, we were introduced to the widow. Okay, yes. now go a little further with uh, what she did. She did. She kept coming to him. Yeah. she had a problem, right? She kept coming. So there's obviously someone, there's a an, an opponent, it says. We don't, yeah. again, we don't really know what the case is. But she needed legal protection. But she needed some protection. It says protection from. Can't afford a lawyer. Right. <laughs> you think she had the means to 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 to, per, to um retain the most expensive lawyer? No. <laughs> or she, or she she couldn't even get a public defender. She does not. <laughs> if you think about today's time, right? Right. So she she needs legal protection. So she's relying on this judge to do the right thing. Yep. And yep. help her. Yep. Relying on this judge. And, and 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 off of what you just said, look at the first part of verse four. And for a while, he was unwilling. He was unwilling. <laughs> well, that, that did not shock you, did Well, that's why she had to keep coming. Because <laughs> that, he was unwilling, so she had to keep coming back. And every time he's saying, go away, basically, right? And because what you know about him, that did not shock you, did No, not at all. <laughs> not he, at all. He, he didn't care about God. Not at all. He don't care about man. So, of course, he was unwilling. Right. But what happened? Well, afterward... He says to himself after a while. Well, wait a minute. You're talking to self. Wait a minute. You know I always say that all the time. Yeah. You know, watch it when you start talking <laughs> you to self. Start. When you start talking to self. Because self will let you down. Yes. Self will tell you some things that you, that self will tell you you're always right. Right. You know, you had a little conversation with yourself. You know, he, yeah. he said, oh, he self. says. <laughs> self. He says. And then he repeats, even though I don't fear God. And he says this to himself. Right. Or respect and man. I don't respect man, so he's just solo, right? Yeah, and, and, and hold on, don't don't lose your thought because just think about that. If if you don't know God, care about God or man, of course you're not going anywhere else. But if you do, you would at least let me pray about this. If a widow came to you, you would say, "Let me pray about this." If you know God, and you mm-hmm. or 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 how about this? Um, say you don't know God, but you have other colleagues that you respect or whatever. You would go to another colleague and say, I have this case. What do you think about it? This man don't care about God no. or man. No. So, of no. course, who is he talking to? Self. Self. <laughs> Says to self, right? <laughs> Even though I do not fear God nor respect man. So he's an obstacle to her, right? So as we started this off, right, talking about faith through obstacles. He's an obstacle. He's a huge obstacle, right? Absolutely. And then... 
he says in verse five, yet because this widow bothers me. Bothers me. You think, is there any compassion in it? Bothers me. He has some compassion, right? No, he's like, no, she's being annoying. I will give her legal protection. Otherwise, she'll continue coming and she will wear me out. That was his thinking. The goal was not to be worn out. That was it. You know, though, this is a classic. I think this is where we get the squeaky uh, wheel gets oil. That's right. That's right. That's right. right. She was the squeaky wheel and it was annoying him. Well, and, and you can also go back to if anyone's listening to us, you have children or grandchildren or or your teacher, uh, you deal with oh, children. Children. Boy, when children want something, uh, they will wear, they will wear you, you out. out. Keep asking for it. Cause no, you can't have no cookies. You're yes. in, you're in, you're just get wear to the grocery store, out. right? And you have them in the basket with you. You're in aisle one, no cookies. Aisle three, no cookie. <laughs> aisle nine, no. The answer's not going to change. And, and you know, in some stores, there's like twenty aisles. You're shopping. No cookies. I said it in one. And sometimes you get to aisle 21 and you are worn out. And guess yeah. what they, guess what that cashier, beep, guess what it was? A pack of cookies. cookies. <laughs> <laughs> they have worn you out. Exactly. Well, that's what they're talking about. We all can relate to that, right? Right. Keep asking, keep asking, keep, keep, and, and just, just the mindset of the judge. You know, we can go yeah. all day on that. Because like, he only gave in because she was right. annoying. He didn't do it because it was no. the right thing to do, no. because God would be pleased by no, it. No, he didn't no, do it no. any of that. He did it because no. he was just annoyed. That's right. No kindness in my heart. I'm going to show some grace, some mercy. No, no, no. It's, she wore me out. Right. She wore me out. I just thought that was it's just hilarious. It is. And, 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 and again, Jesus is presenting this to make a point. He's making a bigger point. And I, I, again, we talked about it before. We love the way he does this. It just, he's just the, the best uh, uh, preacher in the world the world will ever know is Jesus the Christ. Amen. <laughs> truly. <laughs> truly. Right? truly. Truly the best. And, and I, I just learned so much. So Okay. We, well, this is what he says. So the Lord says, here... What the unrighteous judge yes. said. So he points it out. His, to his unrighteousness. Right. right. His Hear what the unrighteous judge said. Now. So that now is a big now. Now mm-hmm. let's think something. Let's think about something else. Okay. We yep. heard the unrighteous judge. Now. Okay. Will not God bring about justice for his elect who cry to him day and night? And will he delay long over them? So there's this contrast he brings to it, right? The unrighteous judge and then God. Mm -hmm. So if a a believing woman can be persistent with an unrighteous judge, how much more persistent should we be with righteous God? Oh, yeah. Right? Powerful. Powerful. I love that. Absolutely love that. Um, and, and, And think about that. What does this breed? It's a word... This, this breeds one thing we say about Christianity, that it's not religion, but relationship. There it is. There relationship. It is. There it is. This yes. breeds relationship. Yes. Right. That I'm going to persistently go before the Lord in prayer mm-hmm. and it breeds faith. That's what we're going to cap this off with. But come to him, come to him, come to him, come to him. Amen. And, 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 and in doing so, you're saying, I know where the answer lies. That's right. I'm not going anywhere else. I know my Savior can do this. He can do it in his own time, side note. But I know where to go 
to find my answer, find my healing, find, find my help. I need to persistently go there in faith and continue to build my relationship with him. Consider the source. Yes. Right? Yes. First, consider the source. And the source is God. God is good. God is great. God is awesome. Yes. God loves and gives and sacrifices and blesses and gives grace and mercy. And he's truth. This is the God. Amen. That if you're crying out to him. Amen. Do you not think he's going to hear you? Because why did she go to the judge? Because the judge had the power. Judge had the power for her situation. She went to the right place. You're right. I went to the right person. Uh, I'm going to go where he can make, he makes the decision. Mm-hmm. This is what Jesus is saying. How come you're not coming to the one who, who can, makes who the can all the decisions, mm-hmm. can do all the healing, everything. That is yeah. me, Jesus the Christ. That's what he's saying. The one who will resolve all issues, all situations, and he will do so righteously. That's right. That's right. And, and I'm going to add this little caveat now. We're not saying Every time you go to him or if you stay there and you should stay there with him, um, that he's going to answer like you think he should yes. or or on Tuesday at 930 a.m. or Saturday at 230 p.m. We're not saying that. We're saying that's important to say. Uh, absolutely. To to. We're saying go before him, stay with him. You, you're at the right place. He will answer as he sees fit. Exactly. And here's the little next thing I want to throw in there. This uh, there's a lesson in what we're saying right now. The lesson is. You are building your relationship with Jesus Christ as you go through this. That's right. That's the key. A personal, deep relationship with Christ, it requires persistent prayer and faith and, and time, right? You want to build that time with him. and Because, again, uh, as it relates to faith, if you're obedient to God in a small thing and then keep doing that, keep doing that, your faith grows. The more you're obedient, the more your faith grows. And that's what we're saying. Stay there in yeah. faith with him. And you will learn. And I'll say this. You'll learn about more about Jesus Christ than you have ever learned in your life if you stay in persistent prayer with him and talk to him and, and, and not give up. That's right. Because the lady didn't give up. The widow she didn't, didn't give up. up. And, and I would say this, you know, to encourage you today to consider why the obstacle is even there. Mm-hmm. Right? So everything that my husband just said is often why the obstacle is there to begin with. It is to drive you to him. Amen. It is to say, Amen. hey, Great point. Great point. our relationship's a little distant right now. Our relationship's a little rocky right now. I'm feeling like you're not making a lot of time for me. And so the obstacle Great is point. to drive you to your knees. Great point. <laughs> so that you can again you know, uh, build that relationship and work on that relationship. Because this is a love relationship, right? Yes. And, and, and you know, what you just said, I'll say this. We are the problem, yes. not God. Right. God is never the problem. No. We're the problem. To, to, to hammer home what you just said, we are the problem. Um, and he's trying to develop us, transform us and our faith to say, hey, you come to me. You came to the right place. When you come to me, stay there. Don't give up for every reason you just said. Amen. We're the problem. Right. Not God. Right. So I like the last verse. The last verse. However, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? 
Mm-mm. He said, I'll bring justice speedily, right? Yes. But however, so that's saying be persistent until the end, right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, I, I think your theology is, and your biblical doctrine is, Jesus come back one day, right? Absolutely. One last prophecy that, that is, that is going to happen, right? hasn't been fulfilled yet, yeah. but it's coming. Like a thief in the night. He's coming back. In fact, Scripture I says, pray that he'll hasten his return. That's right. That's right. It says time. in the Gospels. It says it in Revelation. It says it in Thessalonians. One day he's coming back. And, and he said, when the Son of Man comes, here's the big question. Will he find faith on earth? Think about that. I want you to think about that. So what I when I hear that, I think, okay, so what kind of faith is Jesus looking for then? Because this passage tells us that. And I think the key word here is the persistence. That's right. Right? That's right. The That's persistence right. Right. in it. So it's it's one, a faith who knows who God is. You know the source. It's a faith that is committed to prayer. Not those occasional little rinky-dink prayers That's right. you know. Come That's on. Right. That's right. Like a, a faith that is committed to prayer and a faith that does not lose heart. So even when you don't see what you're praying for manifesting yet, right, or ever, don't lose heart. Trust the source. Trust God and what his will is for your life. Amen. And you'll be so connected That's right. to the Savior that, that it, it won't even... It won't even matter if the thing you were praying for came to be or not, That's because right. you are so attached and abiding in the source. That's right. right? That, growth, that you're right? just ex- you're mm. with them. I'm with you wherever you go, yep. whatever we're doing. I'm there. That's right. Right. I'm in the best possible place I can be. And you stay there. That's right. And I thought about this verse, which this is a verse that you and I will probably mention a lot over the next this year of 2022. Um, Hebrews chapter 11, verse six. Mm-hmm. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Yeah. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. Amen. That goes hand in hand with what we just talked about. Amen. Um, being persistent in your prayer until the end. And, and, and what a blessing it is along the way, whether God answers your prayer that day, the next week, next month, or the next year, the time that you will have with him, dwelling with him. Oh, it's awesome. You, that's the beauty. Is it not awesome? That's the beauty. That's the sweet spot. Oh, yeah. That's where you want to be. The personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That's why Christianity is not a religion. It is a relationship. And we want to cultivate that. Now, again, last year we went through um, our year of transformation now. And you and I made a point to pray even more. Yes. And go deeper and, and pray in on prayer. our knees. To go yes. deeper in it. To 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 talk, to listen, uh, to to just meditate. Uh, all last year, we're going to continue to do that. So that's what we're talking about. In the meantime, until God answers your prayer in this passage, and um, I'm going to commit to that to to the day I I'm called home to heaven. Awesome, persistent prayer, faith. Amen. Yes. Amen. I think that that's a good that's closing it. to to this conversation. As always, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this workshop. And we do look forward to meeting you back here next week. God bless. Thank you for joining us on the Bible Workshop. Now take what we've studied and apply it. We'll see you again next week.